Welcome to an Aries and Pisces walk into a coffee shop, the podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Bridget, she, her. And I'm Tiffany, she, her. This is a podcast where two friends let go of perfectionism and talk unedited. pleasure to see you i'm really glad that you thought to do this um monday came really fast and i had monday humdrums and then like i don't know probably like a half hour after i rolled out of bed i was like oh yeah i get to talk to bridget (laughs) oh and that helped because i really struggled to get out of bed today Oh, that is sweet, and I, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, and it's sweet. <laughs> all, the, all of the things. Oh my gosh, I meant to light this candle for us. I'm going to light this candle. I got a big old pillar here on my desk. It's my last, uh, the last candle that I had in the house, and it's, it's bigger than I would typically put on my desk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show it to you if I... Yes, please. I want to be very careful and bring it over here. Oh my God, I love your mug. Hey, thanks. <laughs> here is the candle. Wow. <laughs> so big, I'm going to put it back. I mean, if we're doing big magic, you need a big candle. Oh, <gasps> I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's a reframe. Yeah, it's also in this, uh, the little thing I made when I did that um, little pottery class that wasn't a pottery mm-hmm. class. Uh, so I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> right. But it's like, it's a perfect dish to put a candle on. Well, that is a good idea. Yeah. I, I didn't know what else that. to Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. So if I ever do another uh, run at pottery and I make a random dish that I don't know what to do with, I'll, I'll send it your way. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so was, how are you doing it's your season oh my god oh yes happy spring number one happy spring and I only knew that it was spring because my google calendar told me that it was the March equinox mm-hmm. and then somebody texted me and said happy Aries season and I was like yes. oh my god yay I was like it's today like uh-huh. surprise i i'm an aries i don't know when aries season starts um <laughs> this this morning i was journaling and i was like when does aries season start i was like i should mm-hmm. google that and then i forgot to google it but then she texted me and said that anyway and i was like oh my god it's today start of spring it all makes sense um yes yeah i'm here for it i'm excited um she was saying uh we've we finally arrived and I was saying, but more importantly, we made it. Mm-hmm. Like, we survived. We did it. We're doing it. Oh, yes. Uh, that seems to be the collective um, <laughs> consensus. But this Pisces season, really? 
did a number on a few of us, including resident Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> I normally love my season. Man, this one was a little more um, taxing than I anticipated. Mm. Uh, so I am also really happy for Aries. In true Aries fashion, someone that I know um, was... They didn't like Pisces season either. It wasn't treating them very well. And uh, I saw them and they were like, stick it, Pisces. And like showed me their shoes and it was like their airy shoes. And I was like, um, I'm also excited for Aries season. <laughs> I'm also ready for this to be done. Wait a second. Did you just say Aries shoes? Yeah, they had shoes that had like a design and the toe said Aries real big on it. Whoa. It made me really happy. It was, if, I'm pretty sure I'm not projecting this, but I, I think I remember they were in fact fire colored. That's the impression I have now. But yeah, Pisces brain fog uh, is still clinging, even though <laughs> we technically shifted. I'm not quite there yet. Um, I still feel a little amorphous and blurry, but mm -hmm. that will... Mm, Shore up with some sunshine. I sat oh. in the sun for a long time yesterday. Oh, how it was nice. Cold, but it was sunny. Yeah, the sun is out here, um, but it is so cold. <laughs> yesterday, we like at some point in the day, the wind chill was like 19. It's like in the 20s. I'm like, get out of here. This is rude. Okay, ours was a little bit warmer. We got up to like 40 yesterday. So it felt downright balmy after the, the 20 and teens that we mm -hmm. had earlier so mm -hmm. um hard to hold on to spring when it's cold like that but i spent time outside and saw all these little green shoots coming up like little daffodils and i saw some crocuses and so like i was like in petals like the crocuses had petals so i was like oh right like it's happening it's cold but it's like still coming yeah green. we might still get another snow but i can survive that i think <laughs> I'm I'm at the point where I'm like I'm not sure if I if I can if I can survive that. It was snowing all weekend. None of it really like stuck for very long. But um at some points just look outside and it's just white out and I'm like oh, yeah. stop it. Stop. I had a, like a sunny snow shower happen when mm. I was driving. Um it was full bright sun. And then just like snow flurries. It was very, it was actually disconcerting. It was beautiful because it was like glitter just like th following through the air, but disconcerting because I was just like, I don't know what to do with this mismatch of input. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's like uh, to me when it rains and it's sunny. Like that, that doesn't more normal to me. No, no, that doesn't make any sense to me. I get it. You know what really happened to help me feel more at peace with that is when I moved to Indiana, everything is so flat that everything just kind of blows through. So like you could look on one side and it would be sunny and you look on the other side and it would be like black horizon. And so things would shift really fast like that. I saw more rainbows in Indiana than any place I've ever lived. Whoa. The only place I've seen more consistent rainbows is when I was driving through the mountains of Switzerland. 
which is a weird sentence to say because I don't normally put Indiana and Switzerland together, but the rainbows, <laughs> I don't know. They were really neck and neck, I think. Not wow. that I was in Switzerland for very long, but I appreciated Indiana for that reason. Hmm. That sounds magical. Yeah, I kind of miss seeing rainbows. I don't drive as much now. And I don't, well, Illinois is on the flatter side, but we just haven't seen any um, as frequently as before. But then again, I'm not normally out and about in the weather because I'm working from home mm -hmm. and not having a long commute anymore. <laughs> so, you know, pros, cons. I think I'll take it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, uh, joking about my commute the other day to my partner. I was making breakfast. I think it was on Saturdays. I usually work Saturday mornings because I like mm -hmm. the I like the structure of working in the morning. And I well, I made my breakfast and I ate it downstairs. And he's like, "Are you going to work now?" And I was like, "Yep, this is my commute. Like, <laughs> allow me to walk up the stairs." And uh, it is very different than like getting in your car and going somewhere. Yeah, I've been thinking about that morning routine a lot because of the consistently hard mornings, which is why I sent you the insight timer thing today, because I woke up and the last few days I've been thinking about how, because mornings are hard for me, I normally wait till the last possible second to get out of bed. And then I roll out of bed having to go log into work. And it dawned on me that I'm training my body to dread mornings even more mm. because it means I have to hurry up and get to work. And I was just like, oh, mornings were already hard. I'm definitely making them harder because I'm training my body to have to like do capitalism as soon as it wakes up. Oh, so yeah. No wonder I wake <laughs> up with my heart pounding and my mind racing because I trained my body to be like, we gotta be on the go. We gotta do the things. Like, <laughs> chop, chop, you're late. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Like, oh, I need to shift that. And so this morning I woke up a wee bit earlier and immediately regretted it. As soon as the alarm went off and I saw the time, I was like, why'd you do that? <laughs> and then I was like, all right, all right. We had a, we had a plan. We had a thought why we did this. And um, I didn't plan thoroughly enough, so I kind of ended up scrolling mindlessly for a minute on Insight Timer being like, what's going to make me feel better? I don't know if any of this is going to But then um, I've been exploring more of the meditations of the woman that you sent me whose name is out of my head right now. I think her last name starts with a P. Amy Patty. Yes. Yeah. Amy Patty. I right. love her. I love her meditations. I do too. And then one of the ones which I've seen, but I have never clicked on was waking up with grace. And I think I didn't, well, normally I'm using, doing meditations later in the day. So I'm like, well, I'm already awake. And then today I looked at it and I almost scrolled past it. And I was like, you're literally, this is exactly what you're trying to do. Stop being resistant. <laughs> <laughs> Such a, I was feeling really petulant when I was just like, I don't want to wake up with grace. I want to be, <laughs> I want to be authentic in my humdrum feelings. 
Um, but it was excellent. Like it was mm. so well, all the things that you described her before, like gentle. It was just gentle mm-hmm. and sweet. And I had this moment where I thought, oh, I know how to take better care of myself than I give myself credit for. Because that guided it's not just a guided meditation, it's like guided suggestion. So she like gives you these gentle suggestions of movement to like slowly get your energy going like in the body. It's very somatic based, which is something I've been practicing a lot. And it was really interesting that she would have a suggestion. I would do that suggestion and I would start doing another movement like intuitively that felt good. And then she would suggest that like right after. I love when that happens. (laughs) It's like magic. It did feel like magic. <laughs> and so, yeah, I ended up sending that meditation to a couple of people actually this morning. So I was like, uh, this felt great. This is what I needed. Um, and so I'm going to try to do that consistently to see if I can start retraining my body <laughs> to being like, Oh, we get to just like roll around and like gently get out of bed and feel good taking care of ourselves instead of this like panic of I have to do the things I have to get stuff done that I have to hurry up and clock in so that it looks like I'm productive. Like, <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like I have yeah. to look like I'm being productive. <laughs> Chaos human doesn't know how to do that. Um, I love I love this so much for you and that's I think probably like a big part of my morning routine like mornings are so fucking hard getting out of bed is the hardest thing in the world and I've been working on this for a good long while of like I think I had a very similar thought to you of I am waking up and then immediately just filled with a bunch of like negative thoughts in my mind of like how hard it is to get up, like how it sucks so much, how like everything hurts and it's dark and it's cold and all like, you know, like all the things about like, it's so hard to get up. I don't want to get up. I hate this. Why is it so hard? And I was like, I need to switch what I'm telling myself because I am literally making it harder Mm-hmm. by doing all that and I'm like I don't need to I don't need to fucking do that anymore and I have still been struggling with like what's maybe like a nicer or more supportive thing that I can say to myself when I like first wake up that's still I'm still wrestling with it uh but I think that's it's not funny but it's funny that you brought this up because today I'm sitting there like journaling after I got up and mm-hmm. did all my things And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm so tired. Like, all I want to do is like stay in bed. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing any of this stuff. And then I remind myself why I'm doing it. I have my morning practice literally to get me out of bed. Like getting out of bed and starting is the hardest thing that I do all day. If And if I can, I do that every day. I get up. And if I can do that, like, holy shit, I'm doing a great job. Oh, I like that reframing. Like, and I feel like it's perfectly uh, in line with the airy season. And it's so funny because I just think of you as just a spark igniting all the time. And to think of you as someone that's like 
slow start. Oh. It's so healing to me. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Do you want to hear just human. how how slow this this human starter is? I mean, who I I think it's a lot. I had a lot of I think like judgment and shame around my morning routine uh, for a good long while, and sometimes it still hits me. But I get up around seven fifteen, and I like do what I need to do in the bathroom. I feed the cats, I, you know, do all of the things. And then I make my smoothie. I sit down to journal and I have my smoothie and journaling and meditation is all within like the eight o'clock hour. Mm -hmm. And then around like nine, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get ready for my day. So then I like contacts, hair, whatever, breakfast, tea, all of that stuff. And I don't like then come to work. I'm not like ready for my brain until like 10. So it's like yes. three fucking hours of just like, this is how long it takes me to be like, okay, I can today. Yes. Like that is how I feel. Don't try to talk to me before that. Certainly. Like, no, don't ask me to do anything that requires my brain, like anything other than the things I just can just do, like feed the mm -hmm. cats. <laughs> no, like it's a, she's a slow starter. Mornings are not for me. So like to be able to have this like routine and ritual to get me through that, I'm so grateful because now I don't have to think about it. Like I don't have to think about it. I know I'm making this smoothie in the morning mm -hmm. and I'm sitting down to journal and meditate. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to ask, do you want to? Do you not want? Nope, I'm just doing it because I know that's going to be the bridge to like get me to the point where I can like start doing a day. I admire so much that you were able, not only able, but like committed to figuring out how to curate that for yourself. Capitalism is so hard. It is. It is. <laughs> it's really hard. So obsessed yeah. with how you've managed to do things in a way that actually support you because the rhythm you're describing is my rhythm. I also feel that, except I have been in a life in which I've been required to be up and moving by like seven, eight, and I'm supposed to be on. Yeah. And I that's just, tough am not. And so I spend most of my morning battling with my inner critic being like, you're bad at this. Aww. You're not good at your job. <laughs> Everyone knows that you're lazy and like having to like walk myself backwards from like those just like reflexive conditioned thoughts. And some days are better than others, but I think lately that's gotten a lot louder because I've just been really chronically exhausted and mm -hmm. just generally feeling on the lower not only lower energy side but just like lower self-esteem side and so at least I'm aware of the thoughts that's what I keep on trying to remind myself I'm like well at least you know you're talking like that because otherwise <laughs> it would just be an automatic tape that's just spooling out into the ether I was literally just having this conversation with somebody else of like, we're like all going through, like fucking going through it. 
And they were like, why is it so hard? Like, why does it feel so hard? And I was like, I think it's because we're so aware of it that it's like, motherfucker, why you back? You know, like, I'm like, I see you now. I've worked on you. Like, why are you coming up? Like, I I see what's going on. I don't want to do it anymore. Like, whereas before it was just like, you were just like in it and you didn't know anything else. And like, so now I think it almost like for a second, it like hits harder, but you go through it way more. I go through it way more differently now of like, I'm not like stuck in it. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. That's and really we get to point. we get to talk about it like this, which then I think helps, right? Oh, it definitely helps. And I think I hate that it's collective. <laughs> I don't love that everyone seems to be going through it, but at the same time, ooh, is it a relief to just know it's the human condition and not some like personal uh-huh. failing? Yeah. And that because it's collective, it feels like the truth that it's going to shift and change is more reliable to me because I think Mm -hmm. sometimes when it's like personal I do get afraid that it's just gonna be like this forever I have data to the contrary but it's harder to hold on to just me but when I see everyone going through I'm like well that's so many variables something has to shift and change it can't be all of us all the time just in perpetuity like it has to be dynamic for all those variables to factor in which I think is why another reason I've been so looking forward to Aries season because it felt like a mark on the calendar that it could feel different. One of the other things I've been thinking about a lot that I have found soothing because I think when I, again, when I get stuck too small and personal, it feels really crushing. But when I zoom up and out, like, astrologically speaking Mm -hmm. it's like oh cosmos huge like oh i'm just small and insignificant i'm swept up in this and somehow that makes me feel better Mm -hmm. and one of the things that keeps on popping up in a lot of the um astrologers that i'm following is talking about how that saturn move um into pisces is such a big shift because last time Saturn moved was three years ago, which was 2020, which is like the things that people went through and learned and grew from 2020 to now, of course that's going to feel heavy. Like all of that integration or seeds planted and sprouting. Like I think about that saying who I forget said it, but talking about how like putting the seed under the ground, it feels like destruction when it sprouts, Mm. even though like that's growth and like new life and you're going to get a plant, but like, you know, the busting open of the seed is intense. And so I keep on trying to like, think of it like that way and hold on to that real hard where I'm just like, yeah, this is, this doesn't feel good. However, maybe it's just sprouting. <laughs> and we're all gonna be so tall in just a little bit, and the sun's gonna be shining in our face. <laughs> I love, yes, yes, I love that. I love that visual, especially too, because last week I just started some indoor seeds to Ooh, mm-hmm. um to get ready to plant outside, and they just sprouted, and that was like really, really exciting to me. It, f- it feels like it happened fast, but I guess like, I don't know how fast things sprout. I don't fucking know. I just do it. Um, but I, 
I just want to share something absolutely ridiculous um, that you said about like the seed and the, like the destruction and it's like busting forth. Well, of course, I mean, you know how ridiculous my partner and I are, but I'm not like, I'm not so familiar with Ghostbusters, but apparently in Ghostbusters, I don't know if it's in the song. I don't know if it's in the movie. I don't have a clue, but they say Bustin' makes me feel good. (laughs) And Uh so that to me is like top level. So ridiculous. Um, And as you were illustrating the seed, like busting forth now, I have both of those um, to get <laughs> together. So mm-hmm. um, Boston makes me feel good. I'm, you know, yeah, we can maybe find some pleasure in the uh, the busting forth. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hold on to that piece of levity. I could use that because so far it has <laughs> felt more like uh, destruction and dying. Mm. Um, <laughs> Um, but that's why I've been trying to reframe it as a seed. And so I like the ridiculousness of <laughs> tying a Ghostbusters quote that sounds not family friendly, to be <laughs> honest. Um, <laughs> with that metaphor of the seed. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm for sure gonna hold on to that. I'm I'm seeing both of these things now in in a different way and together and that feels that feels supportive it's been just a time and i think because so many of the people i know like really pay attention to like plant messages i know you use your plant oracle deck and then one of my other friends often will pull a card from her i think it's called the herb cutters tarot um, which is all herb based. And then this weekend I went to like an Astara bonfire type gathering and um, the host had a couple of decks of cards um, out. And there's a new one that I've never seen before called Seed and Sickle. And it is similar um, where it's all plant based messages, but more Oracle deck style. Um, and and I, it's seed and sickle, so it like starts with the seed and then sickle for the harvest. So it's like mm. this whole cycle oracle deck. And the art is really gorgeous. The couple of messages that I um, read in the card were really nice. And so I think that's been helping reinforce this like garden seed metaphor that I've been leaning into real hard. Because so far the toil has felt... Um, tireless came to mind, but what there was a different, it just felt hard. Like I wasn't working towards anything. Like I was just spinning in place. Mm. And so when I'm thinking about like gardens and seeds, I'm like, oh, this work is hard and you don't see the benefits immediately. And that has been helpful for me to not feel so, I think defeated is the word. Because <laughs> it just feels yeah exhausting yeah can we take it back to an astro thing that you mentioned Mm -hmm. the um 
the Saturn thing with the shifting of the like, listen, I don't know what any of these things are. So hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, whatever's happening in Saturn that is changing mm -hmm. that started yeah. in 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, so is that like, where is it going now? Like, that's just like really gotten me thinking of like what everything that I've been working on, for example, like since 2020. Yeah. And um, trying to remember some of the things that I read. Cause I mean, amateur, just, I enjoy astrology. I'm not an astrologer. Um, but I had been reading over and over again that people were integrating lessons from when Saturn was in its previous um, spot, which I think that was Aquarius. And then it just shifted into Pisces. Mm. And now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm starting to second guess myself. <laughs> but the point of the matter was that Saturn's one of those um, planets that moves slow. So when it shifts, it tends to bring a lot of like um, weight with it because it spends so much time in one area. And then when it does shift, it's like years worth of things that have gone on are like cropping back up or mm. being integrated. So it's like things that you didn't maybe fully grasp throughout that time period are coming back up. So you like learn the lesson in a deeper way or a more sustainable way. Or I wonder if some, I'm just thinking out loud now, I wonder if some people are like also reaping the benefits of, because for me, it felt like I was getting the hard nosed, Hey, you've been learning some stuff, but you're like not learning it in practice. You cognitively uh -huh. know it and now we're going to make you practice it and know yes. it in your body. Sorry, not sorry. You have to do it all now. Good luck. And <laughs> that's how it's felt for me. But I'm wondering if maybe other people are having like, oh, this came up again. And like, look how easily it's skating by because I did the thing. I'm kind of hoping that for some people. I haven't uh -huh. said that though. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, not, uh, that's not what has been happening over here either. Now that I'm like thinking about it under this lens, I'm like, oh, okay. I see. Like... Yeah, and I'm trying to remember, I think I remember, and I don't know, I might have told you this already, so sorry if it's a repeat, um, but Saturn in Pisces, like Saturn's not, Saturn's stern, like it tends to be a kind of, um, oh, was this the daddy thing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like Jupiter and Saturn are like the sky daddies <laughs> and Saturn tends to be the more strict sky daddy, like hard nose rules, rigid. You got to do the things you don't want to do. But I I've been hearing and I'm waiting for it to feel this way that Saturn in Pisces is when strict daddy has a joint or a drink or two, or just loosens up and like lets the kids stay up past bedtime mm -hmm. and have a cookie maybe. And so I'm like waiting for the cookie feeling to come. <gasps> Can um, I tell you about a cookie? Please. Always. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> well, yesterday uh, my partner mm -hmm. and I went to our newfound favorite place, which is the mm. Barnes and Noble Cafe. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, 
like where did this come from i don't know five minutes from our house yet we've like never gone there but we just ended up in there one day and he got his usual starbucks coffee however the person there made this coffee like so much better than the people at starbucks just fuck it up all the time and it's literally so easy it's a venti iced coffee with light cream and no sugar but the amount of standard the amount of cream that ends up in this drink is like horrendous i would never be able to to get it anyway she makes it like fucking perfect and then i see this cookie in their like case they've got all of these pastries and shit and i was like oh my god a sugar butter cookie like that to me is like the cookie of my childhood that you used to get at like that there was that cookie place in the mall yeah and mm-hmm. um it was like one of those for me so i got it cuz it i am hard pressed to ever find just like a sugar cookie that is fantastic like you can find a chocolate chip cookie everywhere but like as a person who doesn't really like chocolate in that way I just want a fucking sugar cookie that's not like Mm -hmm. a gross sugar cookie anyway I get this cookie it's the best thing I've ever fucking had in my life and I'm like Barnes and Noble holy shit like where did you come from why do you have (laughs) the best cookie I've ever had anyway (laughs) we've been continuing going on these dates uh to to get the coffee and the cookie as I call it it's the cookie so we went last night and she's like oh you guys you know like you getting your your usual coffee yeah and she asked me like what yeah it's ridiculous and she was like are you getting something because sometimes I don't get anything and I usually just get like a cookie or I try something else but yeah I told her that I wanted the cookie I didn't say the cookie to her but I kind of wish you had (laughs) can I just get the cookie (laughs) I said, I said, yeah, I'm getting a cookie. And she said, okay, which one? So um, she goes to like put it in the little, like little pastry bag. And she's like, kind of like giggling. And she's like, well, you're, she hands it to me. She's like, you're getting two cookies because this other one just like broke off. They were like stuck together. And so the other one like broke off. So I got like one and three quarters of a cookie, but I was like, oh my God, okay, two of the cookie. Bonus. And then she goes to uh, give us the coffee and she's like, you know what? I was trying to be like real speedy, like real efficient here. And I grabbed the bigger cup. So he usually gets a venti. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, you don't need that much coffee. It was also in the evening. It ended up being too much coffee. But anyway. We walked out of there giggling because we got, like, the biggest coffee and two cookies. And, mm-hmm. like, I think it felt like that. It felt, was that, was she Sky Daddy, like, giving us an extra cookie? I think this was <laughs> your reward for being an Aries. <laughs> and, Thank you. Well, and honestly, like, I know, oh, yeah, a, a Pisces and an Aries walk into a <laughs> in the liminal space between Pisces and Aries season and get rewarded for all of their hard work wow that's beautiful universe just take care of us in the most mysterious of ways it's beautiful it's beautiful wow yeah I love that so much and I ate some of that cookie um right before this perfect Mm -hmm. Yeah, just keeping the treats going. 
Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's a really lovely way to celebrate the hard-earned transition into spring. It has felt way longer than other years to me. Um, I think it's because of that integration thing where it just felt like a lot packed into a small amount of time. Like a level of intensity that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, ha- I don't know. I feel like time has been very strange for me lately. Like, I feel like I have been in winter forever. Mm-hmm. And yet I also feel like I haven't, or like, not that I haven't, but that I haven't thought about it. I think I've just been like feeling like I'm just like trying to survive. And I have been like clawing myself through in the, like, not in a way, like, how can I describe this? Not in a way that it feels like I'm like, like clawing to like actually survive, but I'm like, trying to grab more like grab at the things that I like where I want to be Mm, okay so like like trying to hold on to those like focusing on joys instead of focusing on the struggle or like following the things that are exciting to me instead of right like wallowing in my misery I'm like okay struggles I know you're here I'm, I'm working on you. Like I got you, but you don't need to be like top of mind all the time. I'm going to instead focus on these other things, but that has felt like so out of reach to do that. Mm -hmm. That's what it's felt like. I have been doing this practice where, because I also follow a lot of um, psychologists, therapists, counselors, and one of the practices I've been experimenting with is when I read something about like relationship advice, I reframe it as a relationship advice to myself, like with myself, because I have been trying to build up that self-trust and like self-commitment and feeling capable. And one of the things that I was thinking about recently was this idea that, and we've talked a lot about this, the not having to fix a problem all the time because obviously I'm exhausted if I'm just constantly looking at how to fix or strive or grasp for something to make me feel better or to like resolve a thing because sometimes that's just not it's not right timing it's just ongoing sometimes it's just external you can't control the external so no matter how much I change or shift inside like that external thing's still going to be going on and like constantly nitpicking is what I end up doing isn't helpful and the idea of putting aside a thing being like I got you but later Mm -hmm. I get to relax right now I get to play right now I get to enjoy this has been really difficult but it's so interesting that 
the algorithm gods keep on bringing up all these reminders for me <laughs> to say, hey, remember that thing about having play and relaxing and not toiling constantly? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did need that reminder. And here it is again. Mm. <laughs> Coming mm -hmm. through you. Yeah. Oh, that just made me also think that like, Bridget, you just said like how hard that has felt, like holding on to joys and excitements and like things just haven't felt exciting. But then you're like the practice of it. And I'm like, wait a second, is this literally what I'm talking about? I'm doing the things I'm doing them. However, the like struggle stuff still feels it feels so much bigger that I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything when in reality mm. I, I am actually because like, cause I was just like, Bridget, you literally just sat on the couch last night. You came home with your double cookies, shared it with your partner. Cause you had so much, put your cookie on a plate, sat on the couch. I sat there and listen, Tiffany, I just closed my eyes and I eat this cookie. It is so fucking good. That I'm like fully like here, like this is the best moment ever. And I'm like, Bridget, that's it. That's the joys. That's the, that's the, you're doing those things. You're doing, mm -hmm. you're doing them. It's likely I'm doing a lot more of them. However, they see like, what is it? Like, they just like, don't hold as much weight in my brain as the like things that are like, fix me, like to handle this, do all this other stuff, like keep working, like. I blame capitalism. <laughs> I think we were just talking about dismantling, like dismantling uh, the internalized capitalism propaganda that we have been condi conditioned in. I think that's it. Because I think we are doing what we should be doing, but there's a guilt reflex built in through conditioning that says we have to earn that. We have to earn the right to be able to close our eyes and enjoy a cookie. Mm -hmm. And if you did it, then it's like we are conditioned to think, okay, well, I have to balance that out with something productive. But like you did the productive thing, the human thing. You were present in the moment, full of joy about a cookie. Like what could be more human than that? <laughs> like all the good stuff, butter and sugar. And sharing it with someone else, that is the most human experience I've ever heard. And I can't think of anything better. And it's so interesting to think how that isn't what's revered as much mm. as this like self-abandonment and also turning away from other people to like be productive in some way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I that's like making me think about like <sighs> with the whole like show of it all of like I am going to <clears throat> um show that I was productive and and did a thing, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm going to announce it on social media. I'm going to whatever and I'm thinking in my head, like, what would be a thing that I would be like, oh, my God, look what I did, you know, like versus like this cookie. Like, so I 
I did just like, I show, I shared a picture of me like starting my seeds and because it had been in like a conversation, but I, in my head, as I'm, I'm thinking about that, I'm like, okay, yeah. Like what went into me getting all these seeds started? That was a lot of fucking work. It took forever. Like I, there was a lot to, the, to go into that. And I'm like, look at me. I'm proud of me. I'm doing this hard work. I'm doing the seeds. Right. But like, it never once would cross my mind to be like, look at me. I'm sitting on my couch, enjoying this cookie with my eyes closed. Like I would never, <laughs> right. Like I would never just like share that out of nowhere. Like, I mean, maybe I think, we could. <clears throat> right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think maybe that's uh -huh. the, like, that's the shift is like, what if we shared more of the, like the joy moments that are like, this is, this is part of it. This should be more of part of it. You know what it makes me think of is when I texted you that I was doing a really good job when I obviously wasn't feeling like I was doing a really good mm -hmm. job. And you texted me back a photo of you just standing in the sun. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's what I needed. <laughs> Humans enjoying very human things. Simple, profound, and present. Hmm. That was one of those moments because that, yeah, that was like, I was in the middle of my work day. I was feeling mm -hmm. like so tired out. I couldn't do anything. It was randomly nice enough outside to like sit outside in the sun. And so I was just doing it. And I was like, oh my God, the sun, like, remember what that feels like? <laughs> it's yeah. so nice. And I was like, shoot, Tiffany's going through something hard right now. I'm going to share some of the sunshine with her. And that was like, that is that moment of, yeah, like sharing the, sharing the joys, sharing the, like, I'm not doing this to like be productive or like get work done or cause I feel like I have to, I'm just doing it cause I want to. And if, I, if like other things of like, I quote unquote should be working right now and I'm not because I can't. So I'm honoring my energy levels and I'm doing what I can do. Oh, I love that as a practice. I am getting better at allowing myself to do that. And now the trick for me is practicing not beating myself up about it mm -hmm. as much. Because sometimes I'll give myself the permission slip, but sometimes I could like already see the strings the sticky sticky strings attached where it has all these little pangs of guilt or um some kind of scolding coming of oh you mm. should have da 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 mm -hmm. thank you for those reminders those are good ones you're welcome also thank you to me because I need those <laughs> reminders just as much. And around and around and around <laughs> it goes. Yep, forever and ever and ever. I think we're doing a really good job. We are doing a really good job. And I am glad that we have these conversations to be like good, really good reminders of that because... I have been so in my head lately. Me too. And I think now I'm like, oh, shit, girl, you're doing way better than you think you are. 
Yes, we are. Even when it doesn't feel like it immediately. Mm-hmm.